Honorable Dr. Lemohan Kwape, Minister of Foreign Affairs of the Republic of Botswana and outgoing chairperson of the Ministerial Committee of the Organ, Honorable N. Kapofi, Minister of Defense and Military Veterans of the Republic of Namibia, and incoming chairperson of the Ministerial Committee of the Organ. Honorable Ministers, dear colleagues, and Deputy Ministers, Your Excellency, Mr. Elias Mbedi Mahozi, the SADC Executive Secretary, Senior Officials, SADC Secretariat, Members of the media, ladies and gentlemen, good morning. <coughs> I am once again delighted to welcome you back to South Africa as we convene for the 24th meeting of the Ministerial Committee of the Organ on Politics, Defense and Security Cooperation. This meeting provides an opportunity for us to collectively and objectively assess the status of implementation of our decisions, and we shall do just that. Allow me, however, to begin our meeting by conveying <coughs> excuse me, our heartfelt condolences to the government and people of the Republic of Angola on the passing of His Excellency, Jose Eduardo dos Santos former president of the Republic of Angola. We fondly recall his invaluable contribution to the struggle against apartheid in South Africa, which culminated in freedom and democracy, and his overall contribution to the liberation struggle as one of the leaders of the frontline states. Above all, President Dos Santos was one of the leaders of SADC and served as its chairperson in 2002 to 2003 and 2011 to 2012, respectively. Throughout his tenure as chair, he was unwavering in his support for peace and stability, as well as socioeconomic development and integration in our region. In honor and remembrance of the late President Jose Eduardo dos Santos, may I invite you, honorable colleagues and distinguished delegates, to rise for a moment of silence. I thank you. Of course, uh, it might be incorrect politically to also assert that President Dos Santos was one of the most handsome presidents Africa has ever had. <laughs> the agenda before us is extensive, which is a reflection of the wide scope of work that is covered by the organ. This MCO is the culmination of the work of the committees that anchor the work of this organ, the Interstate Politics and Diplomacy Committee, and the Interstate Defense and Security Committee. As we reflect on the progress of implementation of our decisions 
of the 23rd Ministerial Council, it's really pleasing to note that the Executive Secretary and team pass with distinction in that 81% of the MCO decisions have been implemented by the Secretariat and Member States. I wish our departments could have that record. This without doubt contributes to strengthening the overall efforts in consolidating our goal to achieve peace and stability in the region. In the quest for maintenance of peace and stability, SADC is mindful of the need to continuously extend the frontiers of democratic principles in our region for the betterment of the citizenry and prevention of conflicts. It's therefore gratifying to note that as a region we continue to conduct democratic, transparent, fair, peaceful and credible elections within the dictates of member states' legislation and the SADC principles and guidelines governing democratic elections. The Republic of Angola and the Kingdom of Lesotho will hold national elections in August 2022 and October 2022, respectively. We wish our fellow members peaceful elections in this regard. The SADC Electoral Observer Mission, as the Executive Secretary has said, will, as is practice, be deployed in conformity with the SADC principles and guidelines governing democratic elections. As a region, we also attach great importance to the role of women in peace and security. Colleagues would recall that our sister country, Namibia, spearheaded the landmark United Nations Security Council Resolution 1325 on Women, Peace and Security on 31st October 2000. SADC has also taken upon itself the task of tracking implementation of this important resolution in the region. And we note the progress in the development of national action plans by SADC member states. We also welcome the launch of the Women, Peace and Security International Center by the Republic of Namibia and the generous invitation to SADC members to make use of the center. Colleagues, as we reflect on SADC's defense and security agenda, we recognize the importance of ensuring security in our land, air, and maritime domains. We will therefore discuss the SADC Integrated Maritime Security Strategy Action Plan, noting the vital importance of maritime trade and security in our region. We have continued the fight against political and security threats, as well as social and economic threats faced by member states. To mitigate these threats, our organization has put in place measures, including the development and revision of national counter-terrorism strategies and plans of action, constitutional reforms, the crafting and implementation of socio-economic transformation policies, strengthening of legislation and national strategies 
dealing with transnational organized crime, amongst others. It's heartening to note that the political and security situation in our sister country, the Kingdom of Lesotho, remains generally calm and stable. Similarly, Sadek is seized with finding a solution to the challenges of instability confronting the Kingdom of Eswatini. Regarding the security situation in the Cabo Delgado province of Mozambique, SADC continues to be fully engaged. In this respect, may I respectfully urge member states to continue supporting the concerted efforts of SADC to fight terrorism, not only in Mozambique, but wherever, wherever it may occur in the region. Allow me to also commend member states for their continual and unconditional support to regional efforts to fight terrorism, particularly in Mozambique. In addition to the deployment of SAMIM, SADC is currently undertaking capacity building programs for police, correctional services, women and youth, as well as dialogue programs for civic leaders under the banner of SAMIM and through the African Union Early Response Mechanism. These are efforts aimed at contributing to the reconstruction efforts underway in Cabo Delgado within the framework of the Cabo Delgado Reconstruction Plan. To sustain our capacity to address conflict, we need highly skilled personnel in a number of interrelated disciplines. The SADC Regional Peacekeeping Training Center has the critical mandate of building the capacity of the region in preparation for deployment to peacekeeping initiatives in line with SADC, African Union, and United Nations standards. Dear colleagues, it's also pleasing in the same vein to note that the region is making efforts to prevent and combat terrorism, as shown by the official launch of the SADC Regional Counterterrorism Center on the 28th of February 2021 in the United Republic of Tanzania. In the same breath, the implementation of the African Union Roadmap of practical steps to silence the guns in Africa, as well as observation of the Africa Amnesty Month in September each year, need intensification to enable surrender and collection of illegally acquired weapons and arms. I also wish to take this opportunity to respectfully urge member states to expeditiously sign the agreement amending the SADC protocol on the control of firearms, ammunition, and other related materials. Since its adoption by the summit in August 2020, only four member states have signed the agreement. It needs seven more member states to sign for it to come into force. And I'm sure you would all recognize the importance of controlling firearms, ammunition, and other related materials, especially given recent incidents of violence in South Africa. Allow me, dear colleagues, to close by declaring this ministerial meeting open.
I look forward to you guiding our officials as well as SADC on the rich agenda that is before us. And I do hope you will contribute to strengthen the work that is being done. I thank you. Merci beaucoup. Muito obrigado. Asante sana. Que Thank you very much.